You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's OMF on EEI. All right, back here on OMF. The uh, BC Eagles are now 4-2 and two in the season. They took care of business, blowing out Georgia Tech this past weekend, 48-27. They are 3-2 uh, and two in the ACC. And joining us live on the Harbor One Hotline is the coach of the Boston College Eagles. It's Jeff Halfley. Hey, Jeff, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Good Terrific. Coach. Terrific. So I mentioned your record, 4-2, and two, and you got a pushover coming up uh, Saturday <laughs> against uh, Clemson. Not much of a team. Quarterback's okay. I, I want to ask you this question. Is it legal in college football? Can you grab a guy's hair? Can you, can you do that? <laughs> no? It might be. I think they probably count that as a part of a jersey. Maybe we should have worked that earlier in the week. You should have gave me a call before we started practicing. Jeff, that is true, that's though. That's strategy, it, Jeff. Jeff, that's strategy. If I'm you have you. if you have dreads, I think this is the rule in the NFL. If you have dreads and you want to let them flow outside your helmet, you can grab that as part of their jersey and pull that dude down. Yeah, you can do it. Because yeah, at one time, I don't coach. I don't even know if you remember. It was a pro ball player. Uh, I want to say they ripped his dreads out of his hair. Really? Oh, good. Yes. Yeah. That's a, coach, that's a strategy. Palomalu, like, yes. going after some hairs a few times back when I was at Pitt and watching those guys play all the time. But I'm telling you, if you guys had called me up earlier, we would have set up a tackling circuit and maybe, <laughs> maybe try to grab some of it. So he's hey, pretty, uh, the kid's pretty good then, huh? You got, you got something to worry about, huh? Kid's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, he's a really good player. I saw it firsthand last year, obviously, when I was at Ohio State and um, in the Fiesta Bowl. Just He can throw it. He can run it. He's a big kid. He's faster than you think. And he's tough. Shoot, we almost knocked him out of the game when they called that targeting uh, in the second quarter of the game. And he came back in and, and didn't flinch. Um, yeah, good player. He's going to be a great pro. He, he's the future of the NFL. I've seen a lot of great ones over my time, and, and he's got a chance to be a special one. Coach, just given your background, you know, defensive coordinator and defensive back coach at the NFL level, is this, is this one of those games when you see a talent like this and some of the weapons that they have that kind of gets the juices flowing a little bit? It's trying to be like, okay, I'm going to come up with something. I got to stop this guy, or is this a cold sweat type of week for you? You know, you get excited, right? I mean, this is this is a fun one. You know, we're four and two. We're just kind of getting started, seeing where we're at, and you get a chance to go against one of the best teams in the country. I mean, why why wouldn't you want to be in this situation? You know, for us, if I came up with a whole bunch of different schemes in three days and tried to draw up some crazy blitzes, I'd be fooling you because our guys wouldn't be able to execute it. So it's about you know practicing hard, doing the right thing, and. Let's go see where we're at right now. Let's go play football. I'm fired up, and I know our team is too. Yeah, you know, it's not like you got a you know you got a pretty good one, Phil Jerk Jerkovic. He's a, it's not like he's just chopped liver. And I'm curious to know, get some advice from you, Coach, because you know we've been talking a lot about Cam Newton. You know, and he admitted that he had a thinking problem. He was overanalyzing thing things, and I can easily see that being a case for for Phil, given just the circumstances that he'll be in. Maybe he sees ghost. If your quarterback comes up to you and he and he admits to that, 
What is your advice to him? How do you talk him out of it? How do you coach him out of it? Is there some sort of philosophy on how you, you know, teach your quarterback not to overanalyze things and just be a quarterback? Well, I think any time a player overanalyzes anything, you don't have a chance. I mean, it's kind of what I've been preaching to these guys from the time I first got here. I mean, don't overcomplicate this game. It's not that hard. You practice hard Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, or in the NFL, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then you just go play on Saturday. And it, if you get a guy who's going to overanalyze things and overthink things, it's, it's never going to look good. And it's, to me, it's about the preparation and how you coach these guys early in the week, and you get them confident, and, and that's how our guys are going to go on Saturday and play the game. So, but if, if – because if, if, I'm looking for, okay, let's say Phil's your only option, and, you, you know, you're saying, hey, just get reps – Hey, just uh, you know, just you know, trust the process. Is there? And I'm not even kidding. Is there some sort of, I don't know, um, Jedi mind trick? <laughs> you know, is it is it game plan specific? Are you forced to you know dumb down your plays in order to kind of get him right? Is it is it, is that an alternative? Well, I think you you made a good point there, right? Like all of a sudden, if we get into a game and he's struggling and he's not seeing things then yeah, then you probably call some plays where he gets some easy completions, maybe bang a quick out route, maybe run a boot so he can get on the edge and throw the ball to the back or the tight end or maybe hand the ball off for a little bit or shoot, maybe shake him and look at him and say, come on, man, chill out and go play the game. We're talking to Jeff Halfley, the coach over at Boston College. So I've always believed the college game uh, is more emotional at times than the pro game. And that that's why you get these upsets in these big stadiums, the home crowd and the student uh, crowd is out there, and guys just get motivated because of, of the crowd. You're not getting any of that now. How different is that, and how much do you depend on self-motivation by your players? Yeah, there's a ton of that. You've got to bring your own energy. There's really no momentum in the game. That's kind of taken out of it. So you try to get everybody involved. You try to get the coaches to bring as much as you can. And ultimately on game day, though, what, what I've seen is once I put on the headset or the players put on their helmet, I think it goes away. And when you talk to them, I think pregame is the weirdest thing. If you guys can come out and see us warm up and nobody's there, it's like one of the most eerie things out there. And you go back to the locker room, and it's like, are these guys ready? Are we ready? But I think when the game starts, I think the juice and the energy is there. I know Clemson will have about 20,000 people, which will be the most I've ever been a head coach in front of in my whole life, so that would be different. But it, it really, I don't think, is as big of a deal as some of these coaches make it out to be or use it as an excuse, truthfully, once the game starts. You know, Coach, you mentioned Trevor Lawrence, um, how regarded he is right now, and they're talking about one of the you know, best quarterback come out since Andrew Luck. I think you went up against Andrew Luck at the professional level, maybe when you're in San Fran, I'm not sure, but... Uh, can you compare the two? Is that a pretty accurate statement? Yeah, you know, looking back, I did. I played against Luck, I believe, when I was in Cleveland. And at that point, the way he moved in the pocket, the way he could still run around and keep his eyes down the field, um, I think Trevor's got a more twitched-up body. He's got more fast twitch in him. Um, really impressive in the pocket. And, you know, not saying that he's going to be better or as good as Andrew Luck. Uh, I definitely think he has a chance to be. What about the guy that you uh, saw up close and personal out in Ohio State, Justin Fields? Same thing? It's different? Yeah, same, same thing. I mean, I think those guys are both the future of the league, and I think anybody who watches the NFL should be really excited for those two coming out. Justin can really run, too, but at the same time, the cool thing about him is he wants to stay in the pocket and play quarterback. He's not one of these guys who's just going to run around and try to make things happen and you know, watching him on Saturday for the little that I got to see, he's another guy that he looks faster, liver, and 
you know, I think he took a step. Uh, so really two good ones right there. So l- looking at this game against Clemson, so, I mean, it, for me, it, it almost feels like, a, you know, you have to take a pro approach to it, like old school complimentary football. Like your, your best defense against Trevor and Clemson and Dabo Sweeney and that whole crew and that, that explosive offense is going to be a real good complimentary chew-up-the-clock offense of your own. Now, the, the question is, do you have that capability? Yeah, well, you said it, right? Like when I watch people try to play against Clemson and other teams' offenses are going tempo and no huddle and they're giving them eight possessions in the first half and 14 in the game, I mean, that's crazy, right? You give Clemson 14 possessions, they're going to score over 60 points. They're that good. You know, we huddle up. Like, we're a little bit different. I'm a defensive guy. I want to huddle. I want to break the huddle with 15 seconds, and I don't want the ball snapped in any game with under five seconds, truthfully. I watch the clock probably more than most head coaches do because I'm always thinking about possessions. So the way we're going to have to play the game is we're going to have to be efficient on offense. We can't go backward. We can't turn the ball over. Um, we got to keep getting first downs, and we have to score points when we get in the red zone. I guess you know what I'm saying is pretty obvious to everybody listening, but – the key is we have to take time off the clock. We cannot give Clemson eight possessions in the first half. Nobody can. You know what else you need? Uh-oh. Can I tell you what else? And I think what you, you I actually think you can. the advice. Hey, no, 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 no. Listen, I've given a lot of good, a lot of smart people <laughs> advice. I gave him one about Alex Cora. I gave him some yeah, great did, advice. Won a World Series with that one. Well, I, I think you, I think you need to have, a, I think you need a coach that has to, you, you need to have a couple screws loose, coach. I, I think you do. And I think if you're going against a, a juggernaut, a monster like this, you kind of have to have a little twitching. You got to have to twitch, and your team needs to see it that you're willing to do whatever it takes. Well, I mean, what? I mean, you said you went to a dark place last time we talked. I need you in that dark place. You know what? You you said it best. First of all, you you definitely gave me advice on how to tackle Trevor when he's in the open field, and yep. I'll probably go over that with the team tomorrow. And I, would. I was going to say I will be in that dark place on Saturday, and they will beat <laughs> off of me. I promise you that. And you will definitely see me have some screws loose in this game because, like, we have nothing to lose, right? Like, we're going to go in exactly. there and let it rip. I'm not going to be scared. We're not going to be scared. We're not going to back down. Like, that's the team. They're going to be tight. Like, when I was at Ohio State and you're playing a game and you have to win every game by 40 points, trust me, there's more pressure on that side. Like, this should be the most fun we have coaching and playing than we've had all year. Let's just go do it. Jeff, just take your quarterback and your scout team, put a blonde wig on them, and just throw them out there tomorrow and see what happens. You know? Yeah, get him I, to figure it out. We can't do it to Phil because we can't get we can't get him hurt. But maybe maybe I'll find somebody with long hair. Hey, work is, is your scout team quarterback? Are you you should make him wear a wig. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. You know what we should? You guys should have called. I should have called in on Monday. You guys are killing me. That's too time late. I'm definitely doing it earlier. Hey, coach, uh, I, I wanted to ask you about uh, great wide receiver Zay Flowers. Uh, electric, and I saw in the off season. I don't know how this started or, or what the connection was. Uh, they worked out with Antonio Brown, and we know Antonio maybe has some issues, but still one of the great wide receivers in this game. Curious if you know how that happened and and if you noticed something different uh, from Zay Flowers just from working with Antonio. Yeah, I think I think it started with Teddy Bridgewater because our offensive coordinator coached Teddy, and I think he hooked him up to get a workout with him during quarantine while we were in Florida, and Antonio happened to be down there, which was definitely awesome. I you know, I coached against him when he was with the Steelers and I was with the Browns, and I always said it. He's the one guy that, I mean, you had no answer for him when he was on. He's that good. Um, yeah, but they got a chance to work with those guys, and 
really with Zay is last year they just handed him jet sweeps. They didn't throw him the ball. They didn't run routes. And when we got him in the spring in the first one-on-one, I was like, oh, my gosh, who is this kid and where did he come from and how did nobody hear of him? Yeah. And, you know, now he's running all the route tree and he's catching the ball and he's still doing the jets. And, you know, he's going to turn into a really good player and he will, he'll have a good career in the NFL as well. Jeff, let me give you one more. How do you uh, prevent this one from being a runaway train? Two weeks ago, I think Lawrence had, what, six touchdowns in the first half. Last week, Syracuse held in there for a while. How do you keep it so that your guys don't lose confidence? Well, I think, I think you guys said it best. I mean, one, we have to control the ball and limit possessions. What does that mean? Our offense right now, I think, is clicking, and we have to be efficient. We have to move it. Uh, we can't turn it over. If we turn the ball over and give them those possessions, it, it could get away. And then on defense, we, we got to go after the ball. As much as we want to talk about going after his hair, which is a great idea, we have to go after it. <laughs> it is a great idea. you got to admit it, Jeff. you got to – Great idea. You got to rip at it. What's that? <laughs> it is a great idea. You got to admit it. Listen, you've you've uh, studied. It is, it is you've a great studied, idea. Like you've I said, though, Cle- the game plan's Cle- already in, though. I mean, it's hard to tell a guy. You guys Adjust. know that you you played. It's hard to change the game plan on Friday. They'll look at me like I'm crazy. Adjust on the fly. Um, do you have a hey? Give me. Do you have a better plan? I, I think we got a good I think plan, they do. but it might have put us <laughs> over the they, edge. I think they do. might have put us over the edge. Coach, you got to be careful, just, though, you know, because I'm just saying, if one of your players actually does drag him down by the hair, they're going to go back to this interview, <laughs> and they're going to accuse you of putting yeah, that in I the game it. plan. Preconceived. Just blame it on us. I got to yeah. come out. I got to come out to the media tomorrow and say, "Hey, you no, know, I was just kidding last night. We're definitely not going to go after his hair." And <laughs> the next thing it. you know, one of my players is hearing this, and we're going to have two personal fouls within the first five minutes, and you guys are going to be laughing, and I'm going to have steam coming out of my head in that dark place. <laughs> just blame it on the media. It works every single time, Jeff. Trust me. Uh, Jeff, good luck in this hey, game tomorrow. We'll have it right here on Weei at noon. Good luck, and we'll talk to you down the road. All right, guys, I really appreciate you having me on. Have a good day. You got it. See you later. That is uh, Jeff Halfley, the coach over at Boston College. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.